Good morning. We are on Tet Bet, 13 lines from the bottom, last word. Rabbi Barahuna said, if the lechi can be seen from the outside, but it's flush with the inside, I've been saying smooth, but I think a better translation is flush with the inside, it is considered a lechi. In other words, it's visible from the outside, but it's not visible from inside the mavoi. For example, if it was placed at the very end of the wall of the mavoi in such a way that only from the outside you can tell that it's not part of the wall of the mavoi, but from the inside it looks like it is part of the wall of the mavoi. It is considered a lechi. Rabba said, we have a kasha on this from what we learned previously. If a small chatzer is broken open to a large chatzer, the large chatzer is permitted to carry, the small chatzer is not permitted to carry, because the small chatzer is like the opening of the big chatzer. When you're standing inside the large chatzer, you can see that the walls continue past where the small chatzer is on both sides, and therefore the large chatzer has walls and it has an opening where the small chatzer is. But the small chatzer is completely open to the large chatzer. It doesn't have any wall on the fourth side. And therefore you can carry in the large chatzer but not in the small chatzer. Now, if it was true that counts as a lechi, then likewise it should count as a wall of a chatzer. So the small chatzer should also be allowed to carry because we should see it as if the walls on the two sides of the opening where the chatzer kitana opens to the chatzer gedola, where the small chatzer opens to the large chatzer, the, the two walls on the sides of that continue and form a wall for the small chatzer, because they are visible from the outside, even though they're not visible from the inside. Rabbi Zera said, Rabbi Zera said, in theory, you're right. The case here is where the walls of the small chatzer continue into the large chatzer, like the picture in Rashi in my Gemara, it's the lower rightmost lowest rightmost picture where you see sort of a letter T but the side walls of the base of the T go into the top of the T. In the Parish Chai you see a three-dimensional version picture 114 where the walls of the small chatzer continue past the walls of the large chatzer and therefore you cannot view the walls of the large chatzer as closing the opening of the small chatzer because the walls of the small chatzer are in the way. The walls of the large chatzer are marked by gimels on two sides of the opening. Aleph is the small chatzer, Bez is the large chatzer. Gimel are the side walls that we want to use as creating a fourth wall for the small chatzer. And Dalid is the walls of the small chatzer going into the large chatzer preventing the gimel walls from serving the small chatzer. For near Ami Bachutz Veshavemi Bifnim, it's visible from the outside and flush on the inside doesn't work because the walls that are visible from the outside are blocked from being walls of the small chatzer. The Lema Lavud, why don't we say that the walls of the 
large chatzer and the walls of the small chatzer are viewed as one or two, one on each side, continuous walls. In other words, if it's less than three tfachim, if the walls that are marked by gimel in the picture, don't be confused by the gimel being three tfachim, that's a coincidence. If they're less than three tfachim, then the walls of the small chatzer could be viewed as a continuation of the walls of the large chatzer, the tishtari, and it would be permitted. And if you'll say, well, the case is where the walls are far apart from each other, the Hatani Rabbi Ada Baravimi, Ada Baravimi learned a brisa kamei Rabbi Chinina in front of Rabbi Chinina, Tanabe Eser Gdolabe Chadisrei, in which the small chutzner was ten amos wide and the large chutzner was eleven amos wide, meaning the difference in width between them was one amma, and presumably there was half an amma on one side and half an amma on another side. Half an amma is three tfachim, and then if you subtract the thickness of the walls from that, there is less than three tfachim between the walls. If the small chatzer was ten amos wide and the large chatzer was eleven amos wide, there is less than an amma between the outer edge of the wall of the small chatzer and the inner edge. I'm sorry, there's less than half an amma, less than three tfachim between the outer edge of the wall of the small chatzer and the inner edge of the wall of the large chatzer. And they should be lovewood. And yet, we're not saying that they're lovewood. Amravina bumufagin mikotozem bishnaim mikotozem bedaled. Ravina said the case of 10 amos and 11 amos was not where the small chatzer was centered on the large chatzer. It's where it was off center. So there was two, two tfachim on one side and four tfachim on the other side. And an amma is six tfachim. Extra amma was divided unequally between the two sides. And since it's four tfachim on one side, it is not lavud. And therefore, we cannot view the walls as being continuous. What we're trying to do here is to say that there will be two chatzeros with an opening between them. When you have two chatzeros with an opening between them, they have an option of making an Eruv together or making an Eruv separately. So if we could view the walls of the two Chatzeros as being continuations of each other, they would just be two Chatzeros with an opening between them where they would have the option of being separate Chatzeros. They did not, these two Chatzeros did not make an Eruv together. That's the problem. If they had made an Eruv together, they had shared bread together, it would not be a problem. The case here was where they did not make an Eruv together before Shabbos, but nevertheless, if we could view the walls as continuous, we could view them as two Chatzeros with an opening between them. So Ravina and Ravizera between them explain why we cannot do that. The walls of the large Chatzer, the gimels in the picture in Parish High, the side walls on the that that would form a, a an imaginary wall closing off the small Chatzer are not available to use because the walls of the small Chatzer extend past them. And we can't say Lovewood because the difference in the width between the two Chatzeros is not divided equally. The small Chatzer does not open to the center of the large Chatzer, but rather closer to one side, 
and it, the walls are not lavud because on one side it's four tefachim. Where continues the lema lavud meruachat petishner? Why is that a problem? Let's say that it's lavud on one side, and 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 therefore the chatzer uh, should be permitted because if it's lavud on one side, then you have continuous wall on one side, and you you can view the place where the walls between the small chatzer and large chatzer are broken down as just being an opening, which with a wall on the other side. Our answer is Rebbe he de Amar v'inan shnei pasim. This is according to Rebbe, who says that you need to have two standing parts on either side of an opening of a chatzer. The Tanya, as we learned in the Brisa, chatzer niter v'pasechad. Rebbe or Rebbe shnei pasim. If you have a chatzer which breaks open to a rishus harabim, picture 119 in the parish high. Just a chatzer that's next to a shusharavim, the wall breaks down. So the Brisa says, as long as the wall is standing on one side of where it broke down, and taken for granted here, although not stated, is that the opening is less than 10 amos, so that it could be a doorway, then the chatzer is permitted. It's just a chatzer that has a doorway to a shusharavim, but it has part of the wall standing. And Rebbe says it needs to have two pasin, it needs to have two parts of the wall standing, one on each side. And therefore, and, and, and therefore, the, where the chatz, small chatzer is broken into the large chatzer, even if we would say lovud on one side, it, we would not view the small chatzer as just having a doorway into the large chatzer, because it would not be standing on both sides. Umar asks, hi my. What is this? What are you saying? E Amrat, this will be a little complicated, so we have to follow. The question's gonna go on for a while. E Amrat If you hold that when it's visible from the outside and flush on the inside, it's not considered a new lachi. Uh, it's not considered a lachi. The Rebbe Savarlak Rebbe Yossi. And Rebbe holds, like Rebbe Yossi, that the Hasin on the sides, the standing parts on the sides of an opening of a chatzar have to be a significant amount. And what Rabbi Zera said, that the walls of the small chatzar go into the large chatzar, and what Ravina said, that the small chatzar is not centered on the large chatzar, that they are not correct in this case. That's not the case we're talking about. That's why the Brisa said that the small chatzer was 10 amos wide and the large chatzer was 11 amos wide. We assume the Rebbe suffer like Rebbe Yossi because Rebbe holds like Rebbe Yossi that you have to have some significant amount on either side of the of the large of the wall on either side of the opening because Rebbe holds you have to, like Rebbe Yossi that you have to have some significant amount on either side of the opening in order for the chatzer gedola to, to be kosher. If you look at Picture 69 in the Parish Chai. So you see we're standing in the large chatzer, and the chatzer katana is, the small chatzer is off in the distance, and you see that there are two walls on either side of the chatzer katana. The walls of the chatzer katana do not extend into the chatzer gedola. We are not holding like Rami Zera said the case was, but rather they form right angles with each other. And because there's some significant amount of wall standing on either side of the Chatzar Katana, 
therefore the the chatzar gedola is permitted to carry. And what is that significant amount? It needs to be at least three tvachim on each side. That's what the Brisa is telling us when it says the chatzar gedola is 11 amos across, and the chatzar katana is 10 amos across. The difference is one ama, which is six tvachim. Divide that on either side. You have three tvachim on either side. If that's how we're learning, then I understand why the Brisa said the lar- larger chatzar is 11 amos across and the smaller chatzar is 10 amos across. That's what it would be teaching me. Ella, but, but if you hold that when it's visible from the outside and flush on the inside, not visible on the inside, it is considered a lechi, and therefore, why is the small chatzar asr? Because we're holding like Rabbi Zera that the walls go of the small chatzar go into the large chatzar, and we're holding like Ravina that the small chatzar is not centered, and therefore you cannot say lavud. The Rebbe lo savar like Rabbi Yossi, and Rebbe does not hold like Rabbi Yossi. Why should the Brisa say that the large chatzar is 11 amos? No matter how you look at it. If the Brisa is coming to tell us the Chiddush that the large chatzar is permitted, then the, the large chatzar only needs to be 10 amos and 2 tfachim across, and you'll have one tefach on each side of the opening to permit the large chatzar to carry. Because you'll have Rebbe holds that you need something standing on both sides, but if he does not hold like Rebbe Yossi, that something can be even one tefach. If the Brisa is coming to tell us that the small chatzar is asr, why tell us that the large one is 11 and the small one is 10? Tell us even a larger amount, any amount. Rather, it must be coming to tell us that when it's visible from the outside and flush from the inside, it's not considered a lechi shmamina. So we can learn that from there. Rashi explains that if you hold that nirami bachutz, that if it's visible from the outside and flush on the inside, it it works. And then, so why is the small chatzar aser? Because, like Rabbi Zera said, the walls of the small chatzar go into the large one, and the, and like Ravina said, the, the small chatzar is not centered, so there's no lovewood on both sides to create a, a continuation of both, on both sides to make the walls of the large chatzar serve the, the continuations of the walls of the small chatzar and make it just like two chatzars with an opening between them. And nevertheless, the large chatzar is permitted because of the standing walls on the side, even though one of them is only two tvachim, because Rebbe doesn't hold like Rebbe Yossi that you need something significant. Why did Tana bother telling, telling us that the large one is 11 almost wide? If it, if it was to tell us that the large one is permitted because it has something standing on both sides, it would be enough if there was a tefach on each side, since Rebbe doesn't hold like Rebbe Yossi. And if it's coming to tell us that the small one is prohibited, then then let the walls of the large chutzner be uh, even farther from the uh, from from the walls of the small chutzner, since there isn't going to be lovewood anyway. Because if there were lovewood, we would we would permit the small chutzner because of of 
near Amibachutz Vishavemibifnim. In other words, if we, if the walls of the large Chatzer go, if the, I'm sorry, if the walls of the small Chatzer go into the large Chatzer, let me get back to the other pictures. If, in picture 117, if the wall, walls of the small Chatzer would be lovud to the walls of the large Chatzer, so that the two boxes marked by the Aleph, the space kind of behind the wall of the small Chatzer, where at the corner of large Chatzer, if those would be less than three Tvachim each, they would be viewed as solid, and they would serve as lachis for the small Chatzer. If you held your Ami Bachutz, when it's visible from the outside, and flush on the inside, that it counts as a lachi, then the, these spaces, which are lovewood and therefore viewed as filled, are, are lechis. It's as if there are posts there. And therefore, you see that we would hold near Almi Bachutsu Shavemi Bifnim does not work. So that, that is the proof from the fact that the small chatzer is prohibited. You see that near Almi Bachutsu Shavemi Bifnim does not work. I mentioned in a previous shear that there are two ways of understanding lovewood. Does it mean that the two things are next to each other, or does it mean that the, that the space between them is viewed as filled? In other words, do we view it as if the two things came closer to each other, or do we view it as if it as if the space between them is filled? So here it seems that the Gemara is viewing it as if the space is filled, not that Lovewood makes the wall of the small chatzer a continuation of the wall of the large chatzer but rather that the space between them is filled as if there is a post there, uh, which could serve as a lechi. The Gemara continues, Amar of Yosef lo li hashmata. Rav Yosef says, I never heard that which Rabbah Baruchuna said in the name of Ravuna that that nirami Bachutz count, if, that if it's visible from the outside and not visible from the inside, that it counts as a lechi. Abaye said to Rav Yosef, At Amar Nihalan, you taught it to us. Rav Yosef, we know, became sick and forgot a lot of what he had learned and taught, and Abaye would remind him. Abaye said, in fact, you taught it to us. And you taught it to us in the following context. Rami Bar Amma said that Rav Huna said, If the Lechi continues the wall of the Mavoy less than four Amos, if it continues a distance of less than four Amos, it's considered a Lechi, and you can carry up to the inner edge. If it continues four Amos, then it's viewed as a separate Mavoy, and you cannot carry in the whole mavoi because there is no lechi. You have uh, picture 120 in the parish high. You see the lechi continuing the wall of the mavoi. The at amrat alan, Allah, and you said to us about this, you can learn three things from here. You can learn that carrying between the lechis is prohibited. In other words, carrying in the space opposite the lechi. Is prohibited because Rav Huna said you can only carry up to the inner edge of the lechi, not the outer edge. So you see that adjacent to the lechi itself is prohibited. And you learn from here that the length of what constitutes a mavoi is four amos. That's why if the lechi is less than four amos, the bays 
dimension in the picture, the length of the lechi running beyond the mavoi is less than four amos. It counts as a lechi, and if it's more than, if it's four or more amos, it counts as a mavoi itself. And you see from here that if it's visible from the outside and flush on the inside, it counts as a lechi, such as in the case in picture 120, where you can see from the outside that it's not part of the wall of the mavoi, but it looks on the inside as if it is part of the wall of the mavoi. Behilchata, and the halacha is, that if it's visible on the outside and flush on the inside, it is treated as a lechi. The Gemara asks, we had a kasha on this from the case of the Chatzar Ketana and Chatzar Gedola, and nevertheless the halacha is like that? In, yes, why? Because Rabbi Chia taught a brisa that supports the viewpoint that when it's visible from the outside and flush on the inside, it is considered a lechi, and therefore that is the halacha. We said in the Mishnah that if the mavoi is more than ten almost wide, you should lessen it. V'harachav mi'eser yima'et. Amar Abaye, Tana v'harachav mi'eser yima'et. Rabbi Huda Omer not tzarich l'ma'et. Abaye said, we learned in Ebrisa, if it's less than ten, if it's ten, more than ten almost wide, you have to lessen it. We learned in Ebrisa, if it's more than ten almost wide, you have to lessen it. And Rabbi Huda says, you do not have to lessen it. The ad kama, up to how much can it be, according to Rabbi Huda? Rav Achi thought to say in front of Rav Yosef, up to 13 and one-third Amos. From the boards of wells. The case is, as we will learn later in the Masechet, the Chachamim made a Takana, that where you have a Rosh Hashanah, you have a highway, uh, where people... You have a highway where people are Ola Laregel, you go to your Shalayim or the Regalim, and there's a well there. In order to be able to draw a water from the well, we will permit, rather than having a complete wall around the well, just making four L-shaped walls, uh, making the, marking the corners of a box around the well, and it then becomes permitted to draw water from the well. How you can do that in Rosh Hashanah, we'll talk about when we get to that sogya. Right now, we're just referencing it. And the space between those four corner pieces can be up to the width of eight oxen, uh, two, two pairs going in and two pairs going out, which is 13 and a third amos, as you see in picture 121 in the parish high. So we want to apply that here by a made In the case of the Pasebiraot, you permitted carrying even though the open is more than the closed, because all that's closed is the four corners and the rest of it is open. Nevertheless, but nevertheless you did not permit more than thirteen and a third amos. A mavoi where you do not permit carrying if more is open than standing. Certainly, we should not permit an opening of more than 13 and a third amos, according to Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara says no. To the contrary, he had a tenet. That itself is why a larger opening should be permitted. 
Pasevir Ochi Tarta Ben Perz Murello May Lotatir Mahanyo Termishostrayama Oshlish. In the case of Pasevir Ot, where you permit more opening than standing, that's why we limit the opening to 13 and a third Amos. Mavoish Loi Tarta Bo Perz Murello May, but a Mavoy where we don't permit more opening than standing, Tatir Boyo Termiud Gimelam Oshlish. You could permit more than 13 and a third almost. And by the Mavoy, when we say more opening than standing, we're talking about when you combine all four sides. Because on the front of the Mavoy, there certainly is more opening than standing. But if you combine all four sides, there is more standing than opening. Or you could say it the other way around. You could go in this direction. By the case of Pasevira'ot, where we were lenient in one respect for the benefit of the Ole Regalim, we can be lenient in another respect also. Mavoy, Paul, Paul, by Mavoy, we don't find leniencies at all. So you cannot bring a proof one way or the other from Pasevira'ot as to what Rabbi Yehuda would consider to be the maximum shear, if there is a maximum shear according to Rabbi Yehuda at all. Tani Levi, Levi taught a Braissam, Mavoy Shurachav, if the mavoy is 20 almost wide, you can stick a post in the middle, and now you have two openings of 10 almost, or less than 10 almost, because the post has some thickness also, and the chatzer is, and the mavoy is permitted. Gemara continues, He taught the brisa, and he commented on it. Allah is not like that, because the air on one side of the post combines with the air on the other side of the post and nullifies the post itself. A picture 122 uh, in the Parish Chai, you have a post of negligible thickness standing in the middle of the opening. The air on the two sides of the post overwhelm the post and are revatalit, and therefore that is not sufficient. Igeda Amri, there are those who say, Amar Shmuel Mishmed Levi, that Shmuel said in the name of Levi, the halacha is not like that b'risa. Ella hechi avid, what should you do if you have a mavoy whose opening is 20 almost wide? Amr Shmuel mishmei de Levi. Shmuel said in the name of Levi, turning the page, Osef paskavo asara. You make a standing object, a board, ten tfachim high, b'meshech arba amot, running a length of four amos, umamidola or kosham mavoy. You put it parallel to the mavoy in the center of the opening. And since it's four almost long, it is a mavoy. And now you have, instead of a mavoy with an opening of 20 amos, you have two mavoos side by side, each one with an opening of 10 amos, or slightly less than 10 amos, because the board has some thickness. And the board has to be 10 tfachim high, because the minimum shear for a machitza is 10 tfachim high. You see that in picture 123 in the Perish Inami, alternatively, Kid Rav Yehuda, like Rav Yehuda. Dam Rav Yehuda, Mavoy, Shehu, Rachav, Chamesh, This is Rav Yehuda, the Amora, not Rabbi Yehuda, who we were talking about in the Mishnah before. A Mavoy, which is 15 almost wide, and you need to get it down to 10. Marchik, Amot. You distance two Amos from the edge of the Mavoy. Vosep, Pas, And you make a standing part three Amos tall, as in picture 128. You see the opening of the mavoy, and you have an open. You you have a standing board three amos wide. You place it two amos from the edge. That adds up to five amos. Now the remainder is only ten amos wide. 
and you could put a lechi on the opposite side to make that mavoi permitted. Umar asks, Amai, why do you need to do it that way? Why not have a board an ama and a half wide and distance two amos and have another board an ama and a half wide? That adds up to three amos of board, two openings of space, which combined are five amos, and the remainder that's, st- that's open is ten amos. Shmamina, we can learn from here, If the standing part is more than the open part, only when you combine the two sides of the standing part, but not when it's when not when the standing part on each side individually is less, because here you have an ama and a half and a space of two amos and an ama and a half. So individually each of the standing parts is less than the open part, but together they're more. So Shmamina Omed Mubella Lohave Omed. Do you see that's not considered standing? The Mar says no. Really, that could be considered standing. If you had that in isolation, but here it's different. The air on one side and the air on the other side nullifies the standing part. In other words, if you just had an opening of five amos and you wanted to close it by having one and a half amos standing, then an opening of two amos and one and a half amos standing, so it's omeid mubel aprutz mishte ruchot that you have to combine the two standing parts to overwhelm the open part. Maybe that would be okay. But here you also have an opening of ten amos on the other side of the standing part, and the standing part's only an amma and a half, so it has an opening bigger than it on one side, two amos, an opening bigger than it on the other side, ten amos, and that air overwhelms the standing part, as in picture 131 in the Parish Chai. This second standing part, which is one and a half amos wide, has two amos on one side, ten amos on the other side of air, and that air overwhelms the standing part. But if you just had an opening of five amos without the ten amos of airspace next to it, and you were trying to close that by one and a half amos of standing and one and a half amos of standing with two amos of opening in the middle, that would be okay. Gemara asks, we're in a Gemara right opposite the second Tosfos, but Oseb Pas Shal Shalot. Gemara asks, beginning of the line, So why not make a board one Tvachim one tefach wide, instead of having three and two, you could have, you could get to five by having a board of one, a space of one, a board of one, a space of one, and a board of one. That adds up to five. That's in picture 132 in Pereshchai, and now the remainder is only ten amos wide. Yigmara answers, I'm sorry, make a board of one, a space of one, and a board of one, and again, a, bo- a space of one and a board of one, even though it's not mentioned in Gemara. Shmamina omed keparutz asur. For the fact that it did not say that, can we derive that where the standing is equal to the space, it is prohibited? Because here you'd have a standing of one, a space of one. And we did not say that that's a solution, so therefore it should be prohibited. Gemara says no. Lolam emalach mutar. Shani hachadavira. That really, where the standing is equal to the 
open, it is okay. But here it's different because the air on one side and the air on the other side nullifies it because, again, you have the space of 10 amos on this side, and that overwhelms, when combined with the 1 on this side, it overwhelms the 1 standing. Mura asks, What if we distance one amma from the wall and then have a standing board of one and a half amos and distance another amma and have a standing board of one and a half amos? And now you can't say that the air on the two sides overwhelms the standing part because the standing part is bigger than the air on one side. It's one and a half compared to air of one. Our answer is enachinami. Indeed, you could do that. Rashi says it would even be better to do that. But the Rabbanan did not trouble you that much to make so many separate pieces. They just said all you need to do is to make three standing and move and keep it two almost away from the wall, to add up to a total of five. Umar asks, Now, if this space is two almost wide, two almost is twelve tvachim, that is more than the minimum shear of a petach, which is four tvachim, minimum shear of a doorway is four tvachim wide, why don't we worry that people will abandon the large opening and start using the small opening, and only the large opening has a lachi, the small opening doesn't have a lachi. And now this will be a mavoi that has an opening with no lechi. Why don't we worry about that? Why don't we worry that people will abandon the big opening and use the small opening? We have a presumption. A person doesn't go in a small door when he can go in a big door, big doorway opening. Well, then how is this different from the case of Rabbi Ami? And Rabbi Asi, who said that if you have an opening on the side of a mavoi, that it could make the mavoi, if you have the wall broken down, creating an opening on the side of the mavoi, that it could make the mavoi puzzle because people will take a shortcut through there instead of using the opening where the lachi is. And our answer is hatam kamai fi lucha. Where you have an opening on the side of a mavoi, it creates a shortcut. Hacha lokam kamai fi lucha. Here it doesn't create a shortcut. It's true. If somebody's coming from the left side of the page, they'll come to this two almost opening first. So it's a tiny little shortcut, but it's not a real shortcut, like having a hole in the side of the mavoi, which is a real shortcut. I think we'll stop there. Have a good day.